0: peace and peace everyone and thank you for joining me with another sweet tea podcast and i hope everyone is doing well i know it's been a while since i have been back on the podcast but as i always say on the podcast um before every podcast that you know if the lord drops something in my spirit then i'll definitely be on uh to do a recording so um as of lately well january the 16th is actually when i received this scripture in the word from the lord in regards to it and just a reminder that God is our salvation, and He is the only way to salvation. So I'm going to be going from uh, Psalms verse, um, sorry, Psalm 62. And before I do, so of course I'd like to open in prayer. Lord, we thank you for yet again another day. You are sovereign, you are holy, and there is none like you, Father. And you are deserving of all of our praise. God, on today. And so, Father, I pray that every listening ear that takes the opportunity to take the time out to listen to this podcast will be blessed and. In some kind of way, amen. And so, let's jump into it Psalms uh, 62, where David is um, going through the situation with his son, I believe his name is Absalom, um, is his rebellion. And so, he prays to the Lord in Psalm 62, and um, basically, he is asking God to you know have mercy on him as he always does and he confirms his love for Christ and of course he's asking the Lord uh to give him strength basically to get through this situation and circumstance and so um in drawing what I received basically from Psalm 62 in this study um I'm just going to read from my notes which says God is our salvation and surely is our salvation by faith we must wait on God and in this time that we're living in It's um, not a popular thing for us to do is to wait on the Lord. Um, We're moving in a time that's moving very rapidly and so many things that are developing very quickly that a lot of times we don't wait on God and we just move forward and then we end up in situations um, that we definitely didn't want to find ourselves in. And so um, while we're waiting, we may face some opposition as David did, and um, we can declare like David. Then I shall not be greatly moved. And so there are many things that are out here that can uh, kind of shake our faith a bit um, when we go through some situations and circumstance and the answer is not right there, right there and then, then we get kind of nervous. And then um, the enemy of course plays off of that nervousness or he plays basically off of the frustration or the circumstance or situation. And sometimes it's an ant hill and then he makes it into a mole hill by the perspective in which we look at things um but with david david definitely is teaching us that we shall not be greatly moved if we keep our eyes uh, focused on jesus so we may be bent but not broken which um, brings me to the scripture that is second corinthians 4 verses 7 through 9 that we have this treasure in this jar of clay which is our vessel uh, to show that this this is an all-surpassing power in which we do possess which is the holy spirit um which is a form part of a form of god and it's not from us the power does not come from us it comes from christ it comes from god it comes from basically the holy spirit and us reading the scripture and being in the presence of the lord and drawing our strength from his word and so it goes on to say that we are hard pressed in every side on every side but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. And so many times we'll go through situations and circumstances yet again, life and its vicissitudes, and we may feel that we're uh, you know perplexed or um, you know or crushed, or we'll feel like there is just no hope beyond this. But we are not destroyed. As long as we have a life, we have an opportunity uh, to make it right with God. One, and then also to. Ask God for mercy to help us to get through the circumstance. So, um, you know, uh, David goes on to say in Psalm 62 um, in regards to the situation that, hey, they may double their weapons, but they will not be uh, successful, which brings me to the scripture that says that no weapon that forms against us or anyone uh, that is a child of God shall prosper. It will form, but it will not prosper um we will be basically vindicated we will basically be protected from the lord you know from the lord and of course if his host of angels we do have angels of protection and you want to also just make sure that you continue to pray for protection each and every day because it's not guaranteed that you'll even make it back into the house nowadays people leave and they don't come back or people you know they don't wake up and there is just so much that we have to be thankful and grateful for while we still have a life in this body and so we have to know that those that are opposed or um, in opposition of us Uh, that the Lord will defend us. He will defend us because we are his children. I'm reminding of a scripture in the Old Testament that says that it's better for one to have a millstone tied around its neck and drown into the sea than to bother a child of God. And then there's another scripture that says, "Touch not the Lord's anointed and do his prophets no harm and so the lord is very very touchy about his children especially those that he um, has his hands upon we have to be very careful of how we handle each other you know um one of the convocations that i went to a long time ago I was at my mom's church and uh, the bishop, Bishop Smith. I love this man of God so much. Um, he stated that we're not here to control each other. We're here to help each other. And that's, it's, it's so important for us to learn to master or to try to learn to control ourselves rather than trying to control people. Um, it's just so much better for us to try to learn to conquer ourselves. And if a man can conquer himself, that ego, that, um, you know, the inner turmoil of the demons that we have that we're dealing with then it would be so much better um because you're a better individual and then your light is shining and so we want to be a better influence than trying to puppet and trying to control others so we need to learn how to basically govern our own house in in essence so get back to David. Um, you know, he was just, you know, people will, was, was showering him with public, um, flattery. And then in private, they were assassinating David in such a way in his character, um, with this rebellion with his son, um, Absalom. And so, uh, they would bless you with their mouths, but they will curse you inwardly. So not everyone that says, Oh, sister, so-and-so or brother so-and-so, you know, God bless you and praying for you. There's a lot of people that would rather see you meet your demise than actually make it. And it's sad that, you know, to even think about that. But David also wrote um, in the book of Psalms that, you know, if it had been someone that was on the outside uh, that have uh, hurt me or, you know, that have done something to me, Rather, it was my brother, my brethren that I broke bread with, uh, that I mourned and I cried for, and that, you know, I petitioned the Lord for them, you know, in in summing it up in what he was saying um, that, you know, I was there right to die. And (laughs) basically they stabbed me in the back. And so um, they would smile on your face, but uh, inwardly, they really and truly hate you. And this is the things that David was going through. But in going through all of that, he was still declaring that God is his expectation that God is his rock, that God is his salvation, his defense, the lifter up of his head. I love that scripture. Psalms 24, um, that he is the lifter up of our heads. He is the king of glory. And I I love that scripture. It's just, it's one of the scriptures that someone ministered to me when I was going through uh, my situation. And it says, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And God is the lifter up of our heads. And so with great expectation, We ought to be waiting on Him while we're going through our situation, while we're going through the battle, while we're going through people talking about us and things of that nature. We're holding on to our faith in the Lord. So we have to be constantly before God, pouring out our hearts um, before Him because we know the enemy is after everything that we've got and even the ones that we love. And although you know sadly that it was his son Absalom that um betrayed him David still in a way of course still had love for his son you know and he would have rather it not have been him you know um and he loved his son but of course we this goes into parenting um if you're passive with your parenting if you're not addressing certain things or issues or problems then of course then you're going to run into some issues and dysfunction within the family um and not really knowing what's going on in the hearts of the people that are around you um this type of situation happens every single day whether it be you know at home whether it be at work whether it be with the friends or the circle that we have, we have to be so careful and be mindful of those that are within our circle. And uh, just being careful and being mindful that the enemy of course is out there seeking who he can devour. So going back to it, it says what I love about this Psalm and just summing up is that when David declares that power belongs to God, and I know you know that Hezekiah, some of us know that Hezekiah, I'm old school. So Hezekiah has a song that says power belongs to God and um this the verse continues to go says that there is nothing too hard for god nothing too hard nothing too hard for god power belongs to god and that would that's that's just what the song that came to me automatically i'm a singer i love music and so that hezekiah walker song came to me power belongs to god and as much as he um you know, was in a circumstance and situation, David realized that God is the one that can bring him out. God is the only one that can, you know, mold us and shape us into what we need to be in. A lot of times he'll toss us into situations and circumstances that we don't really want to be in. um, But it helps to basically to recognize things inside of us but also uh, to build our character. Um, And and you'll see the growth of David from the time that he was young shepherd boy, all the way through the time that he was a king and had his own children and the children took over. You'll see the different uh, growth, the different type, different type of things that David went through, the different challenges that he went through that helped to build him and his character to the point where he was called a man after God's own heart. Although he fell many times, although he had a dysfunctional family, David, and even in his mistakes, he sought after God. And I believe that's what separated him from a lot of the kings that were kings over Israel, is that David was just he's just like don't take your holy spirit away from me because you know what if i take the wings of the morning you're there if i make my bed in hell you are there lord just don't take your spirit away from me and you would always hear david say wash me i repent you know um it's just something that we just need to really pay attention to uh, because of the examples of the forefathers of what they have left for us basically uh for us to reflect on when we're going through our circumstance and situations and so um during this convocation which was awesome by the way gospel like convocation uh, my mother's church is always i'm gonna say it's always lit it's always on fire i mean and it's just amazing it's amazing to see that we are not the only ones and a lot of times where we're in our circumstances and we're in our own bubble and we're in our own world which covid basically pressed a whole lot for us to be isolated from one another um to see how many people that are facing, uh, that we're facing depression, that we're facing the pressure and the frustration of just life and within itself. And they are children of God as well. We are not exempt from these things. We, we're, we're in this body, we're living the natural experience, but we also have, you know, the spiritual aspect of it which is a whole nother topic within itself, because a lot of times we find that a lot of places, a lot of churches, a lot of preachers, they focus on one aspect, which is most of the time it's the spirituality part of it, but we are naturally human beings. And, um, we do have a spirit and we do have a soul and we do go through situations that cause us to be pressed, that cause us to be frustration, but that's not the end of the story. So during convocation, you know, the preacher said that, you know, when you begin to walk in the will of God and really, you know, things begin to open up when you walk within that will, um, and you're walking in obedience, you'll begin to see that the Lord, a lot of times begins to open doors and um we have to go through the process you know that part of it we don't realize and understand you know um when she she was speaking about uh the prophet Elijah and Elijah was asking God like hey you know what I've done what I've done and I cannot take it anymore you know he was going through his depressive state he was frustrated um with his assignment you know and with Jezebel you know you know threatening him in his life you know here it is that he just came out of like one of the biggest battles took down all of these prophets of Baal all at one time not him himself but you know through the power of God here it is that he was used so mightily by God and then a few moments later this man is in a cave like I believe I I just believe that the man was balled up and in a cave like you know what I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of this. I'm not going to allow this woman to to kill me. You know, I'd rather you, God, take me out than Jezebel get the honor, get get even the, uh, the privilege to put her hand on me. And, you know, within his state, he's like, you know, I'm the only one left, which he was not the only one left. So again, going back to the convocation and seeing how many people were going through Um, It just brings back a remembrance that we're not by ourselves, but we have to be careful of what we ask for when we're in the circumstance, when we're in the situation, when we're um, surrounded by our enemies, that God, again, power belongs to God and he can bring us out of any circumstance and situation. But what caught me when she was preaching is that when Elijah asked God to take him out, it wasn't just out of the circumstance and situation. It was like, okay, well, you're going to have to prepare to drop this mantle to someone else because I'm taking you out, out. Because if you're not going to go through it, then there's no purpose for your life because I designed you for a purpose and for a reason, which we're all designed for. And we may look at it like, you know, hey, that's kind of unfair. You know, that's God is that what kind of loving God is that? But we have to understand that God is sovereign and all of us have a purpose and a reason that we were designed for and it is for us to walk out that purpose and design so that the kingdom can be, you know, built up. And so he had come to come to an end of it. And she was like, you know, he, he asked them like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? But the loving thing about God is that he did not dishonor Elijah. He honored what Elijah did on his behalf that he came and he took him up in a chariot of fire and then the mantle dropped on Elisha, his protégé. So, we have to be careful and I would always, man, when I'm going through my situation, circumstances, I'm like, if you don't do something right now, I am throwing in the towel. And it's just like, that was just a hit and a reminder. Like, okay, like if I really throw in the towel, are you going to, you know, like take me out? Um, but I'm thanking God that we're under grace because at those times we weren't under grace. We were under, we were under a whole nother type of covenant. But God was so gracious in his own way and merciful in taking Elijah up in the chariot of fire. So that's just for you to go and study and to go read. And I'm telling you, like... <laughs> It really made me want to get back into my Bible and studying because during this time, it's so hard. And I know that I'm not the only one um fasting and prayer and reading your Bible. We're so distracted and again, so overwhelmed and so inundated with so much information, with so much chaos that's going on around us that we really don't take the time out as we used to, to be before the Lord. And I'm, you know, I can speak for myself. It has been hard the past couple of months to do so Um, because you know I'm trying to like you know I'm like Lord I'm at the age that I'm at and I'm not where I know I'm not where I want to be or where I'm supposed to be but it's hard for me to get there because you know, There's just so much that, like I said, that you're inundated with, but you really have to take the time out and say, you know what? Just like David, I have to fix my eyes back on the Lord. I have to fix my eyes back on his word so that I can come out victorious, so I can be that man or woman of God that he has called me to be. And so we know that these distractions, we can't always blame the enemy. Sometimes it's just us. Like the spirit will tell us to do something. Uh, I'll get to it tomorrow or I'll get to it later. Mind you, I told you that I- had this since july the 16th we're at i believe we're july 23rd or the 24th today's 24th and so every time that i was getting ready to record this podcast i was either cleaning or paying attention to the dogs or you know trying to figure out other things in life that i needed to do trying to regroup and like do this or do that doing my hair All different types of things and just not doing what I was supposed to do, which is disobedience. When the Holy Spirit would tell you to do something, do not be just, you know, don't be, don't don't be disobedient just obey and just go ahead and do what the spirit of the Lord tells you to do you never know who you're gonna bless and I hope that in this delay of um doing this podcast um that you know that someone also you know will take the opportunity to be blessed by just looking and listening to it um hopefully i'll be starting to do the podcast live where you'll be able to uh, see my face but as of right now you're just hearing my voice so i'm working on that portion of it so to wrap everything up um it's just important to walk in obedience it will cost you some things it will cost some people walking out of your life um but you know it's for the best in the end you know um a lot of times when people leave our lives, we're at, at times devastated. Sometimes we're like, you know, I n- would never thought that this person would betray me, but you know, Judas betrayed Jesus. And I always look at that, like he's the Messiah. So who are we? We're not exempt for any of these things are being betrayed. And so, um, we just have to learn to have this calm assurance in God. Um, I know for me, that's easier said than done. Cause I'm like, um, so you're going to allow me to go through this again for why um excuse my that's this is just how i talk (laughs) when i'm not um you know with my family and my friends like you know again for why lord and you know god will respond um most of the time is like um because i'm god and i can do that (laughs) and you're my servant um so you have to go through some grooming processes he talks to everyone differently um, But he talks to me sometimes in such a way that I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Um, I apologize for that one, you know, and God is just, he's just so amazing. And just to leave you with this, that power belongs to God, that anything and everything that you go through, it's not for just any reason, no reason at all. It is to build your character. It is to make you a better individual. If you allow the Lord to do the work. That's what I'm learning. I'm learning to allow the Lord to do the work, to complain less, to be thankful more, to be more considerate, to be more compassionate, Um, in this time it's hard to find compassion because it's every man for themselves you're looking at their economy you're looking at everyone losing their homes you know um we are living out the last days we are living out the times in which the bible speaks about that men will be lovers of themselves but we as the children of god have to show our face different because we are the light and the salt of the earth so i don't want to nag your ear off but i pray that this has been a podcast that has encouraged you in some type of way that you will share it with your friends and family. Love it, like it, and share it. I am your host. I am Juanita, and I hope that you will just continue to hold on to God's unchanging hand, walk in obedience, and remember that power belongs to God. God bless you. Be well. Peace.